Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is the Monday Movie Minute for November 25th, 2019. If you haven't subscribed or given a five-star review just yet, please do. It helps other fangirls and guys find the show, and we all know it's no fun to fangirl alone, uh, so it's really appreciated. Now, every Monday, we talk about the movies that came out or what we saw last week and what's happening at the box office. And when I say we, I mean me, (laughs) because sometimes I'm able to see things a little sooner, sometimes a little bit later. It all just kind of depends on life and how that that turns out. But I do try to give the most uh, up-to-date and uh, current movie reviews in case you're trying to decide what you're going to go see this coming weekend. Sometimes it's short and sweet, like today it's going to be going to be that way, because I only saw one movie uh, that was new that I haven't reviewed. I did see Frozen 2 again, and uh, I think I liked it better that second time around. I, got, I, I won't lie, I liked it enough the first time, but the second time, everything kind of clicks and the, mo- the, the music really settles in. And so if you did see it and you're not 100% sold on it, consider seeing it again, if not in the theater you know, just give it a chance when it comes out on Disney Plus, which you know, it's coming soon. Uh, Okay, back to what I was talking about. Um, I also like to talk about the box office and just kind of give you an idea where movies stand and what's made it out there and and what hasn't. So this week, like I mentioned, we're going to talk about the one movie that I saw that was new, and that's Knives Out. And I did see it in a, it was a, a fan pre-screening kind of thing. So it wasn't open nationwide, but there were something like 900 screens or showings that Knives Out played on this past weekend. And uh, I went to two of them. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. <laughs> this is a movie murder mystery type Uh, movie. And so it definitely could be spoiled pretty easily. I am not going to spoil a thing. I'm going to definitely stay away from the major plot points that might give anything away. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, But I do want to give you some thoughts on it, uh, particularly covering it from a parent's perspective, because Knives Out is rated PG-13. And there's a lot of teens out there that are going to see this, and they're going to be super interested in it because, well, Captain America is swearing. I mean, who doesn't want to who doesn't want to watch a movie where you see Captain America uh, let loose, right? Um, so, parents, I have some thoughts on that, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about box office. Now, no big surprise by anybody, but Frozen Two came in at the number one uh, for box office this weekend. I think the surprise was though by how much. Uh, I, I my understanding is that overperformed what they were expecting. So hey, we're not letting it go. Obviously, that's still on the strength of that first movie that took everybody by surprise uh, a couple of years ago. So Frozen Two, hundred twenty-seven million dollars. Crazy. Uh, number two was Ford v. Ferrari. Number three was Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Four is 21 Bridges. Five is Midway. Six is Playing with Fire. Seven is The Good Liar. Eight is Charlie's Angels. 
nine is Last Christmas, and ten is Joker. Uh, now, just one point. I Last week, I did talk about Charlie's Angels a bit, and I'm just going to reiterate this, guys. I've been reading a lot of the comments and a lot of what people are saying about this movie online, and most of it is, I have no interest in seeing it because they cast Kristen Stewart, or they don't like Elizabeth Banks. All right, fair, right? If you don't like... But I will tell you this, I don't really like Kristen Stewart all that much either, but she was really great in this movie. She's really great. So if you are have an interest in Charlie's Angels, in the genre, in the in the stories, and in that sort of a movie, but Kristen Stewart is what's holding you back, go ahead and take it. Go ahead and go, go see it in a matinee. Like, don't spend a lot of money on this one. I'm not telling you to go see it in IMAX or anything stupid like that, but you know, you might be surprised because... I thought she really knocked it out of the park. I I absolutely enjoyed Kristen Stewart in Charlie's Angels. All right, that tangent, we're off that tangent. We're moving on. <laughs> we are going to talk about Knives Out today. Now, my number one goal when I go to the movies is to be entertained, okay? That's the first thing that I am looking for. Uh, and uh, I can definitely tell you, from that perspective, Knives Out was 1,000%, a billion percent entertaining. It was it was fantastic. But on top of that, there's a lot of nuanced and specific things about this movie that I really enjoyed. And so I am giving this as a huge recommendation for anybody who is looking to get out of the house over Thanksgiving and to go see a movie. Put knives, li- put knives out on your short list because it's that good. And and I think it's the kind of movie that's going to play better in a packed theater with with various uh, reactions and, and 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 feelings kind of going through the theater. Uh, I saw it, like I said, I saw it twice, and both nights, different audiences laughed at different things, which I found fascinating <laughs> on a whole nother level. But um, but I, I definitely will say that I enjoyed, it was it was pretty packed in both theaters and, and I enjoyed having that energy from, uh, from the audience. So that's my recommendation number one. Uh, the recommendation number two on why you want to go see it this week is it is going to get spoiled for you. People are going to start talking about the plot twists. This is a movie murder mystery. So... It's just begging to be talked about from that perspective. Uh, if you want to know what Knives about Knives Out is about, uh, this is about a renowned uh, crime novelist named Harlan Thrombey. Uh, he is found dead one morning, and it's right after his 85th birthday. And some uh, the whole family, you know, gets interviewed. Some detectives come in, in including a, a special detective, which is Benoit Blanc played by Daniel Craig, deliciously. He is so good in this. He's so good in this movie. Um, Benoit Blanc comes in and he's been hired as this like, he's like, he's kind of a known as a famous detective. A couple of the family members that he interviews mention how they saw him in the New Yorker article, you know, that sort of thing. So we, we find out that he's famous as a detective. He shows up and he's been hired out of the blue. He actually doesn't even know who hired him, which is a whole nother twist on this, on this thing. So the whole movie is talking about and trying to decide what happened to Harlan, 
are the family members suspects, that sort of thing. And it's really well done. If you like the who if you like the who done it mysteries, if you are a fan of things like uh, Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Clue, um, Edgar Allan Poe, you know those kinds of that 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 kind of of storytelling. This is right in line with that. And uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun, guys. It was a lot of fun. Not only is the story well done, but I really got a kick out of um, the, the use of the lighting. Very, very noir, very typical of what you would expect from this genre of a movie, as well as the music was was used to great effect uh, in, in this in this movie. All good things, all good things. Uh, but you can't you can't help but talk about this cast. The cast is really where everything just comes together. It's a it's a large ensemble cast with some really big names, and it would probably have been pretty easy to to lose some of them uh, with with all of them. But I I felt like I felt like it was a really well done uh, balancing act on giving everybody their time to shine in this movie. I mean, you had Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Langford, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson. Yeah, Don Johnson. And he's fantastic. Uh, and then Chris Evans, right? All in this movie, plus some others. And, and I just really felt like, while I joke around that the star of the movie is Chris Evans' sweaters, because guys, they're fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to costuming. You did a wonderful job on dressing these people. I was obsessed with everybody's knitwear. So much so I actually wrote a, wrote a post about their knitwear. And uh, I'll link that in show notes if anybody's interested. So costuming even did a fantastic job on this. Uh, I, I didn't feel like there was, you know, outside of Daniel Craig, who's playing essentially the lead character, uh, you know, none of the other stars kind of overshadowed anybody else everybody had their turn and and got their laughs or got their moments or got their 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 time in the the sun in this movie and uh and i love that about it i love that it was such a big cast that we got a little taste from everybody now something to know about this cast uh about these actors in it None of them are good people. Most of them are not really good people. I think maybe you could make a case for two of them being decent people, but there's a lot of flawed people in this family. So that's an extra level of dysfunctionality that is added to this movie, which, you know, makes it fun. Now, I I, I don't want to say too much more because I do want to preserve this whodunit nature of the film. You see Captain America uh, getting a whole bunch of laughs and he's very very much the opposite of Steve Rogers. Like if that was his plan was once he retired the shield, he was going in the opposite direction. Well done, well done. (laughs) There is no Steve Rogers uh, in this movie whatsoever. Uh, Now things that you need to know about if you are a parent and you've got somebody's asking to see this movie, uh, it is rated PG-13. And I've got to say that it doesn't mean that it's safe for kids of all ages over the age of 13. This one's definitely going to vary based on your family and how you feel when it comes down mostly to language. There are some things in there like there's a graphic death, but not a whole lot of gore. There's talk of suicide and there's talk of mild drug usage. There's no no 
big, huge, violent scenes, like uh, no big gunfights or, or anything, you know, really, really large like that. Uh, no sex, no nudity. So all, that's good. But there are definitely adult topics like having affairs and sex in general um, are, are mentioned. So those are things that you need to keep in mind if you're a parent and you have a tween. I'm thinking anybody under the age of 13 who's really interested and wants to go. Depending on where you land on the parenting spectrum with movies, there are worse movies out there <laughs> for young kids to see. But this one really comes in strong, very strong with the language. I don't count swear words for the most part in these movies, but I do have a friend that does. And she says that uh, there was over 50 swear words by the time she stopped counting. Um, most of them are coming from... Chris Evans, <laughs> our sweet Captain America, uh, no longer. Uh, and this is definitely not Cap. And so if you have a kid who who is recognizing him or trying to, you know, say, but it's Chris Evans, I want to see it because of Chris Evans, just go in knowing that this is not, this is not Captain America. <laughs> Lots of language. Um, there are some F-bombs. There are some GDs. If that is something that your family avoids, then this movie may not be for any of you, um, but definitely not for the teens or tweens in your house if that's a big concern to you. If language is not your big concern, if that's not your deal breaker, like in my family, it this isn't automatically on the heck no list for me. I would let my older two see this one, but I would, I would say heck no to my younger two. They don't need to see this movie. Um, but the older two, I would be okay with. But that's, that's my bottom line when it comes to Knives Out and if this one is something that your whole family can see. I'm going to say no, uh, unless language just, you know, isn't something that, that worries you a whole lot. All right. Okay, that's the Monday Movie Minute this week. We are going to be back next week. I'm actually going to talk with my friend Ducky. She's coming back, and we are going to talk a whole spoiler discussions about Knives Out and Frozen 2. Uh, but that's not going to be played for, like, I don't know, another week or so. So we've got plenty of time for you to go and see these movies before we have those breakdowns and we have those discussions. And uh, don't worry, that will be clearly marked as to what it is so you won't listen to it accidentally. All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe, throw up those five-star reviews like I asked before. I certainly appreciate it. And uh, it's always, always helpful when you can share the show with your friends. Thanks for fangirling with me on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and we'll be back to fangirl with you again real soon.